welcome to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, a New York City lawyer and former lobbyist who left my career in New York to discover my own definition of success. To me, that looked like time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. So I started a contract template shop online for entrepreneurs, started earning passive income, and took my life on the road traveling the world. Today, I help online entrepreneurs learn the legal side of business, like how to negotiate contracts, how to network, and how to protect your brand, but I also help busy business owners with tips and tricks I've learned along the way from marketing and sales online, which has earned me four times more in passive income than I've ever earned at a New York City firm. Tune in each week for trainings and talks about living life on your own terms to make your success non-negotiable. Let's get into today's conversation. Welcome back to the Non-Negotiable Success Show. I'm your host, Nina, and this episode is coming to you from my bed, from my iPhone voice notes app with my wired headphones. If you are new here, you are going to love it here if you want all of the pressure to be released from content creation. I've been doing this full time for six years, and I have the fancy podcast mic, etc., but I just record from my headphones on my voice notes app, sometimes when I'm walking throughout the streets, sometimes when I'm sweeping on my patio, because I really think that having the perfect situation or having the perfect strategy should not hold you back from creating and putting your message out there and being consistent because perfectionism is just another form of procrastination in a fancy package. And that's what the very first episode of this podcast is, uh, was built on and it was about so that's like a key cornerstone to my philosophy as a content creator and if you're not new here then you know that already and hopefully I don't scare you away with like my not like super perfect podcasting audio situation um I'll work on that and I'll try to be better about planning content ahead etc but for a lot of these episodes where I'm just like riffing off of recent content that I've put out on my Instagram or TikTok or I'm just riffing off of a conversation I had inside my head or with a friend um they'll be more impromptu and they'll be from my headphones so you know I'll do my best to balance both but I did lose the wire for my real podcast mic to plug it into my computer so I will have to get back to you on that anyway I mentioned in this episode already that the first episode was about perfectionism um, and how it's a form of procrastination. Highly encourage you to go check that out if you haven't already. Um, And if you are someone who has been here for a while, then you know I've been doing this for a while and that's kind of what I want to talk about. That's the topic of today's episode. How sometimes content creation can feel like a hamster wheel. And if you're someone who's been doing this for a while like me, then you know that it's not going anywhere. I'm not only a full-time content creator, like creating content for TikTok and Instagram and short-form video and Instagram posts and blogs and things like that and podcasts, but I also am a lawyer and the main reason that I started promoting my business online and creating content was to promote my business online. So I have other obligations. I have other things I need to do and all of the planning and the strategy in the world um, is great, but even if it wasn't just me and I had like... A whole social media team 
strategies need to be adaptable and change because of just the climate that we are in right now with content consumption. It's like really impossible, I feel like, for social media managers to plan long form content or short form content really far in advance like big companies want. So I give you guys a lot of credit if you're a social media marketer for a company like a business that's not just, you know, your own business or your friend's social media, you know, agency or something that kind of always has to keep up on trends and be adaptable. I give you a lot of credit because I know it's super hard and I know for me sometimes the long form and long term plans get exhausting because they feel futile sometimes. Of course when I'm going through a launch and I'm planning something like a launch of my contract templates or a sale or my boundary scripts or something like that it's a little bit easier for me to stick to the plan and plan ahead in terms of podcasting and Instagram content and repurposing etc but then there's these moments where I am not really actively selling anything other than just putting my personal brand out there and promoting who I am and my services in general where content creation can feel exhausting because it could feel like this hamster wheel where it's just never going to end even if you're not selling something actively like you can never stop because you have this pressure this feeling of wanting to be um relevant of wanting to be relatable of wanting to be top of mind and it can get really exhausting so with that said that's what this episode's going to be about what to do during those times because it is just me i don't have a social media team i don't have a huge company and so when i have to create content i also have to work on client work and other things i want to do and i'm a small solopreneur i mean i'm not necessarily a solopreneur i have people i work with but it really is still just me as far as ownership and like actual employees of the company it's just me so if you can relate to that as a service provider or freelancer then this episode will be useful for you and it will also be useful for you if you're an aspiring content creator full-time like someone who wants to get more brand deals or have a lifestyle brand and promote yourself using social media as well if you're feeling like you don't really know what to post sometimes I have a plan (laughs) and I know I just said screw the plan but I worked on this last summer too and it was really helpful for me to kind of get back in the groove and this summer is going to be with more intention because last summer it was kind of accidental I had a situation that was not really um I had a situation that kind of sucked in business happen like about a year ago where I just like kind of ditched the plan that I had created already because I had been working with someone as a consultant to create it and then I just lost all trust in them and I was just like fuck their stupid fucking plan that's not backed in any fucking data I'm gonna do things my own way and I was like I'm gonna start from the I'm gonna start from scratch I'm gonna start from the ground up and what I did is I doubled down on building community I doubled down on just sending very personal emails out I doubled down on just creating little clips of my day and posting like more lifestyle content on my TikTok and on my Instagram reels. I posted more motivational quotes. I was posting more about just like overall attitude in business. And by attitude, I don't mean it in a negative connotation, but like being a business baddie, but also being like a savvy sweetheart. So balancing those two things in business because I am a lawyer and if you listen to any of my other content you know I'm like no bullshit but I also don't want to be a bitch right like I want to be firm 
but I want to be flexible if it really calls for it and bring emotional intelligence into business as much as possible, but also not let people gaslight you or like take advantage of you or not follow the contract, et cetera, et cetera. So I started posting content like that and I felt really fulfilled. Did it really convert necessarily? I can't say for sure that it did, but I know it built a lot of connection with me and some new people who maybe don't need my services, but maybe I'm top of mind now when they encounter someone who does, right? I don't have any stats on that, especially because it wasn't super planned, but I'm going to be documenting this journey this summer um, because every year I have a huge sale on my birthday, which just passed last week and um, more like two weeks ago now almost, but I am now like doing this more intentionally because after my big birthday sale, I get kind of like burnt out about just talking about contracts all the time and I want to cater towards like just building a network and building a network isn't necessarily like pulling on people from above you or pulling up people from below you, but it's also like looking at the people around you and building a community. A lot of people will think about things like sending emails or creating TikToks or Instagram or whatever for going viral and building an audience. But when you frame it that way, building an audience, building a platform, you're inherently using language that puts you on a pedestal and then asks people to consider themselves below you because you're on the platform, right? And I don't really vibe with that. Yeah, there's going to be people who look up to me or people who look up to you, but it's not necessarily because you're above them. And I think that especially with this day and age, this kind of um, like consumer, meaning consumer of content and consumer of things to purchase, people want to purchase from brands that have a message. We all know that. We all know that like the founder stories from 10 years ago, the Ubers of the world who kind of went on a podcast and shared their story but then became very untouchable. Like those people aren't relatable anymore. We don't want to buy from people like that. Yeah, back in the day when I was first starting out in terms of my career, I was looking up to the people I would hear on these business podcasts, like how I built that and listen to like the Uber guys and the Warby Parker guys and the people who created Soul Cycle and get really inspired from them. But that's like literally 10 years ago and it's a whole entirely new generation of entrepreneurship. It's an entirely new generation of um, young professional of even like people my age who have been in business for 10 years we're just sick of like feeling untouchable or like people are on a pedestal or they're behind a screen or whatever we want to get really really into the daily life of founders we want to see what they look like with no makeup on in those get ready with me videos we want to see what they are wearing what their iced coffee order is at Starbucks. We want to know everything about them. We want to know what happened with that guy that you ran into the other day at the gym that you don't, you know, know if you should say hi or not because like you've been awkwardly making eye contact for six months and now you're like, what the fuck? Like we want to know all those things, right? And we as consumers need to think about what we want, what we're craving, and then put that back into what we are creating. That's why it's so great, like, creation over consumption or creation before consumption. But use your consumption habits to tell you what you want in content. Like, the whole reason I have a podcast is because 
I don't find very many podcasts of people who I want to listen to. It's all very contrived. It's all the same topics. It's all very SEO based. It's all very um, like, you know, polished and, and PR podcast interviews where you know that those people have no real connection to each other aside from someone's PR agent was like, hey, they got a book coming out or they have a course coming up. Like, can you do a podcast interview for them and whatever, right? We are sick of hearing the same things over and over again. A lot of that content's unrelatable. And I just started this like low key chill podcast because I wanted to create something more relatable. And I wanted to use this as a way to get more into the nitty gritty of my life. And that's something that I can do here. It's something that I can do on those little clips on TikTok and Instagram reels, etc. So that's where I'm at. And my main goal is to build community, build community of people around me, not below me, because number one, your community will always help you figure out what to sell if you're ever feeling like, okay, but community, like, what am I going to sell? Well, you don't necessarily need to know. Like, yeah, I sell contract templates. I sell boundary scripts. I sell law firm services, but I'm not selling anything right now by building a community. I'm just becoming that person you feel safe that you could talk to, that you know, like, and trust so that you can recommend to a friend or that eventually the community will be big enough that people will find me just for these little ramblings and then be like, oh, also, I do need a new contract, so let me hit up Nina, right? Or I want to know what she would say or how she would respond to this fucking bitch that just, like, refused to pay me. So let me hit up Nina and make a meeting with her because she has 30-minute calls where she can solve my problem in 30 minutes, right? So there is kind of a method to the madness, but I'm letting the community take me and tell me what they need, right? I didn't create the boundary scripts that I created with my friend Kaylee just like out of the blue because I decided and woke up one day that you needed them. I created them because people loved my content for the last like three years that say, oh, instead of this, say this, instead of this, say this. People love that kind of content and it goes like viral in its own respect in my little world and people are always saving it. It has as many saves and shares as it does likes and to me, that's a symptom that that's a, uh, like a pain point for people, right? So I try to help people finding the words to say when they don't know how to stick up for themselves. And that's where that product came from, right? So I'm letting the community lead me. And right now I'm going on this experiment at the time that we are meeting. I have about like 9,600 followers on TikTok, 7,600 fo- 7, followers on Instagram, one was at 10,000 listens on the podcast that I like kind of haphazardly always record. And like, like I said, half the episodes are poor, like audio quality. So people probably tune out because, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm not very consistent with it. I don't really do episode descriptions. I don't really do like editing. I don't really do any promotion for it. So I'm going to use this strategy, this plan to build a community and see what my community wants from me this summer. I'm going to post episodes as much as I can, at least weekly, on the podcast. I'm going to then take all the little clips that I record of myself from my daily life or from my Instagram stories and turn them into TikTok and Instagram videos with text over them and promote people to the podcast with that call to action or to follow. 
and then I'll do some sit down talking videos as well. And I'm going to do Pinterest promotions to the podcast or to that content as well via my Pinterest manager and Pinterest VA, Nicole. So I will be doing that, like simply just trying to grow the podcast, grow the community. And growing the community also means that it's a two-way conversation. It's a reciprocal relationship. So trying to get people to engage in the comments, trying to get people to engage by DMing me, trying to build a place, maybe a Geneva app or something where people can talk about like business boundaries or boundaries in life, but also not being a bitch. Like, how do I word this thing? Like, how do I say this thing? Right. I don't know. That's all I can think of now. That's my intention at the start of this episode, but maybe people will start asking me other questions or the conversation will gear another direction. And then by the end of the summer, by the fall, I'll have a more pointed direction for the rest of the year in terms of what people want me to offer. Uh, Maybe they want to retreat. Maybe they want to meet up. Maybe they want merch. Maybe they want more travel content. Maybe they want more lifestyle content. I have no fucking idea, but I know my plans this summer are to create content. I have some brands that I create content for, like in terms of clothing that they want me to shoot and, you know, locations and stuff that I'm planning on shooting this summer just because I do live in this really cool town. I really live a cool lifestyle in Mexico that is just kind of like ancillary to my business. It's the reason I started my business because I live this cool lifestyle and I met these other travelers and these other freelancers and content creators and bloggers who were like, I need contracts. You're a lawyer? Like, I quit my job to travel started traveling, met all these people who were like, I actually need contracts. So, uh, yeah. And then that kind of kept fueling my lifestyle abroad. And so it is like a big, huge part of my life as well. So just kind of continuing doing that stuff, documenting it and hearing from you. What do you need? What do you want to see? What do you want to talk about? Like, let's make it an actual community, a conversation that's two way instead of just me talking like aimlessly into the microphone. I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. How can I make this more of a conversation for people? And that's what this social experiment is going to be about this summer. Someone who does this really well is Liz from, um, her handle is Liz. You might know her as the creator of the Date Yourself Instead podcast, but I know her as one of the very first people on Instagram that I ever followed back in like 2013 because she went she's from Long Island so am I she went to Binghamton which is the college I went to she was a couple years younger than me but she started blogging about her weight loss journey because she was struggling with PCOS and her fitness journey and she started her handle was like called fitless back then and she started one of the very first ebooks that you could buy like a treadmill ebook or a something like that treadmill workout ebook and she also had a little recipe ebook that I bought it was like nine dollars I was like yeah I'm gonna support this girl from my hometown quote-unquote from my college and she just seemed really really friendly and really cute right then somewhere along the way as you've heard me rant about on my podcast before or riff about sound rant the very first people who became influencers before that was a term were people who were already posting about healthy lifestyle and wellness and stuff and maybe some like obviously other really niche markets like travel but not even really travel so much then they started to become um 
influencers, quote unquote, even though we didn't know the terminology because they were starting to get invited by different athleisure brands to wear their leggings or wear their clothes or go to their different fitness meetups and their different events and promote like their, you know, harmless harvest coconut water or promote you know this little cafe and I saw all that happening in New York and she was one of the first like fitness and and uh lifestyle influencers right like those people that are like how do you get money how do you make money then the very first fitness and influence fitness and um lifestyle influencers became the first travel influencers she was one of the very first travel influencers I followed because she started traveling and posting pictures of you know very impersonal of the back of her head looking out at a gorgeous location at these luxury different um resorts or or different cool locations all around the world and that was that trend back during the mid to late 2015 2016 2017 2018 that was that very impersonal content so she was one of the first of those and then she kind of like lost touch as she'll talk about every now and then with that kind of lifestyle she didn't really like the influencing lifestyle she didn't like how fake people were and I can understand because you know I feel like I've been in this game for a really long time and what I used to post isn't really my cup of tea anymore and I can only imagine that's how she feels too. So she started dating herself instead. I mean, she was a solo traveler. She's one of the people who inspired me to, to have the confidence to travel solo. Because I'm like, wait, I live in New York. I go out to dinner by myself all the time. I I love like spending time with myself. If, if that's like the precursor to traveling solo, then let me do it. And so she started traveling solo. And, you know, she had a boyfriend that was also part of her content creation team they broke up and she started to talk every now and then again about dating herself instead or solo trips or solo traveling but it still was very surface level because I think she still felt scared to put herself out there because of the way that and I'm just like projecting but also going off of like bits and pieces of what she shared um because of that kind of like trend and era of content creation it wasn't like really 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 in depth and personal like it is today like post 2020 pandemic you know tiktok whatever so um it made sense that she started to post more clips of her taking these solo trips these solo dates and then eventually she was like fuck it i just want to like you know i think tiktok became the vehicle of her to want to share more so she was an english major in college and this sounds like I like stalked her but like I've just literally been following her for 10 years you know so and she went to my school or whatever so she was an English major so I know and it's a really good school not to toot my own horn to toot her horn like Binghamton is a fucking hard school to get into it's called the public ivy of New York it's a New York state school but it's like really hard to get into and it's a liberal arts school so by no means was it like fucking difficult like when I was sitting around and you know some of my classes were fucking easy breezy but it's you have to be smart you have to be talented you have to be a good writer to get into the school unless you're then applying to like the business school or the nursing school or the engineering programs then you have to obviously be good at like that kind of stuff too so um, I know that she's a good writer. I know that she's smart and know she has a lot of depth to her just from those inferences that I can make and those assumptions that I can make from her. So eventually people started like equating her when she would write these like little one-liners or little, 
you know, captions over her short form video or little voiceovers. People started calling her like the modern day Carrie Bradshaw. She even has that look. So people would start to, I guess, like encourage her to share more. And now here she is a, a couple years later, her new podcast, Date Yourself Instead, goes really in depth. Her Instagram, her TikTok all kind of relate to those kind of stories and they all promote the podcast and she just had her first drop. Um, she just asked for her first sale, which is merch that she asked people to buy. But she's a prime example of how she took something that she wanted to she wanted to evolve with, and she just let the community lead her. And she built this beautiful community, and she pivoted, and she never really maybe had a plan or a big vision for it of how to sell it out or anything, but she let the community lead her and her movements that that she started is one of my favorite accounts to follow it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to even though like I'm not you know someone who needs dating advice or anything right now like it's just all about the self-love movement and it's it's amazing to watch and I'm so like proud of her for how she kind of went from being one of the first in this industry to then going through that lull to then getting a little burnt out it seemed like to then pivoting and finding her groove and finding her community and not letting like the plans and this is how you launch a digital product and this is how you launch and this is how you make like you know this is your PR move so that everybody you know she's not like the Haley Biebers and the Kendall Jenners of the world who have every little movement they make like planned by their PR team right she's real and she feels like she has a lot of depth to her and that depth that I could always tell was inside her is now being showcased and it feels cool it feels like she is a peer not that she's above anyone or above me right so that's a little case study that's the vibe I'm going for with trying to build a community and so I encourage you to check out her page if that's something that's interesting to you and also follow along here for more tips more case studies There'll be business savvy episodes, more formal trainings, more riffs off of things that are just going on behind the scenes in my business and in my mood and my lifestyle. Um, you know, more about the travel lifestyle and the alternative lifestyle abroad and more about like obviously legal tips, contract tips, marketing tips, all the things that you can see if you scour my page um, or if you follow me on Instagram or scroll back through the podcast. So Thanks for being here um, and can't wait to hear from you because this is the community now. See you in the next one.